Hello, everyone. My name is Barrett Anderson. I'm the COO of Strategic News Service, uh, which is the most accurate uh, predictive newsletter on the future of technology and the global economy. And I'm here today with Mark Anderson, who is the CEO of SNS uh, and the chair of Future in Review, which is a conference that we put on. Um, it's been going for the last 18 years, uh, focused on the future of tech and the global economy and using innovative technologies to change the world for the better. So it is a really incredible gathering. It'll be happening this year, February 28th through March 4th. Um, Mark is also the CEO of Pattern Computer, uh, in addition to his most important job as my dad. And uh, he is going to be, we're going to be talking today about uh, the future of uh, how you look at the world and, and, and see and find, make predictions, uh, and then how do you use those predictions and patterns to identify new innovations within your company. So um, this is a workshop, this is kind of based around a workshop that we will be doing at FIRE this year, Featuring Review, the conference. And um, the idea is that if you, as a FIRE attendee, you can come to this conference and you can actually learn not just how we at SNS think about making predictions and identifying patterns in the world, there will be one specific workshop focused on that, but then how do you take those patterns and predictions and apply them to your company specifically? So Mark, I'm curious to hear more from you on this. this is something that you, I think, Pattern Computer is probably an excellent example of this. Um, but where did you come up with this idea? Where did you come up with this um, concept in general? So I came quite late to the idea that um, pattern recognition and pattern discovery was a really a tool for innovation in a, in a way that I now understand it. We've actually just published a scientific paper on this uh, just about a month ago uh, with 35 co-authors from the national laboratories. So um, it was always clear to me that pattern recognition is important. And then uh, as I got involved with pattern computer, it became provable in a way which went beyond SNS. So I had used it at SNS to make discoveries and predictions accurately. And then with pattern, we're actually coming up with treatments for cancer and things like that. So. Mm -hmm. Um, very on the ground kind of work, manufacturing. Um, and then you kind of keep going deeper and deeper with the theory, you know? So uh, I was asked to do a, a program for a large corporation in finance uh, through SNS. And I did that on innovation and uh, hating as usual to be boring. I started thinking about innovation and how tired I was of that word, which I think is the most overused word in the world. Right. I have an, an allergic reaction when someone says the word innovation. But I realized something that was useful, and that was that it wasn't really about innovation, it was about discovery. Now we knew a lot about discoveries because we'd found out that there were these things called pattern discoveries. So in a world where everyone gets more and more specific in school and in work because they wanna be a specialist, it turned out that you're learning less, you're making fewer and fewer great discoveries and more and more incremental discoveries. So, you know, did the lizard have four legs or four and a half? You mean because, the fly... of, the, because of the specific people's general specificity in their careers and going into specific niches? Yes. You're seeing less, fewer patterns intersect in the world at large. Yes. And more, and more very small, kind of like narrow, narrowly focused. Yes. I would call it the death of big science. So you get these papers with 100 authors that incrementally give you something that you didn't care about too much. 
and nothing at risk. You don't get Galileo or Newton or Einstein. They don't even get published anymore, I don't think. So um, not so long ago, we had really big discoveries coming out every three weeks, you know, in physics. Mm -hmm. We don't do that now. We made sure that doesn't happen. So anyway, yeah, this, this idea that, in fact, if you open it up, if you open up the funnel of the data you're taking in, more and more data, different types of data, the discoveries you will make will be much, much larger <laughs> and, and broadly applicable. So I took that idea and brought it back to this uh, job I did for this finance company, and um, it was fun. And so the, first, the very first sentence I shared with those people was, look, I, I, I said we're going to talk about innovations. We're not going to. We're going to talk about discoveries. And they said, okay, that's fine. And that led the, you know, that kind of was the right path. So um, when you start thinking about discoveries, then you can say, well, how do we make discoveries? Oh, well, discoveries are much easier to talk about than innovations. Mm -hmm. Here's how you make discoveries. And as you know, Barrett, we had been doing this on stage, including creating Pattern Computer at our CTO design challenge every year for like 10 years. So we knew a lot about using kind of a reality TV-like setting to... Uh, take a very smart group of people at different stages of their lives, different abilities, different knowledge backgrounds, a wide array of data, Right. give them an impossible problem they were not trained for, and then have them come up with a brilliant solution. And what I suggested to this client was you, you should be doing the same thing with your own people and then measure it and use what they find if, if it's useful. So, um, you know, as compared to the old suggestion box or whatever. Right. Going on. So um, uh, this, I think, is really useful to any company. And we're going to have a workshop, as you mentioned, at FIRE about how to do this. And um, it'll be a lot of fun. It's, it's less about theory than it is about practice. And I think people will be refreshed to hear that. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't read this book, just do it. And bringing these people from these various levels of management together into one team and bring these people with various backgrounds in the process into one team mm -hmm. and, and no one gets hurt, no one fails. There are no points off if you do something crazy, but the chances are as a group that you'll do something useful uh, and there will be a true discovery uh, for the whole group. It'd be terrific. It's interesting because I think a lot of times in business today, uh, there's there's a surprising lack of ability to understand how to create the optimum environment for for problem solving right mm -hmm. so people will look at things very specifically within a company they'll look at how do we you know how do we improve this specific process but they have so many blinders on that they can't see the bigger picture of what do we need to do as mm -hmm. an entity to be successful in the next five to ten years Yes. Right? And therefore they miss so many opportunities, which yes. I think is, is a very, you know, the interesting thing about the CTO design challenge is that, and I've used this in, in my work in many places, you don't give them, you don't tell them anything about what to do. You just give them a problem to solve and you say, okay, come back in, you know, three days. Yes. And what, what I had learned before, what we learned at Pattern over again, I think is that you don't want any hypotheses. Yeah. You, you don't just want any start, constraints or hardly no, any. No constraints, just like a very clearly defined problem. Yes. So with pattern, we just said, you don't know what a pattern computer is because no one's ever said it before. Here's a one sentence definition. Uh, now you, you go invent it. And they did. So um, these are problems, you know, whatever your company is trying to do or trying to improve upon, you'd want that sentence. You want to have a good, 
a good problem sentence without telling them how to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll, well do more of that at fire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I think it's going to be a fascinating, you know, one of the things that is really different about fire from other conferences for those of you who have not been yet is the level of commitment to actually doing things that everyone who attends has. Yep. So um, unlike conferences where you go and you you know you maybe see some business leader on stage talking about their strategy, and then you maybe get to ask them a question if you're really lucky. Fire is really focused on bringing together people who can do things and do do things, and creating the correct environment. Based, it's essentially a conference version of what you're describing, right? Creating the correct environment for people to form partnerships and invent new things and create new projects and uh solve new problems together yes. and which is which is a you know I, and i think this this workshop series is one you know as we are forced in this year to be virtual again uh or to be virtual for the first time as a conference we are we have been spending a lot of time thinking about how to integrate that into our virtual environment so how yeah. do we make fire as a, a virtual conference you know as interesting and as engaging and as useful to you as an attendee as it, as it is when you're in person. And I or think it's way maybe even a little bit better. Right, because yeah. every, people are coming from all over the world that normally would not be able to make it. There's actually more content now than ever yeah. before, so yeah. I, yeah, so it, so I'm, I'm very excited and, and I very much look forward to taking your workshop. I think there's, there's uh, definitely a thing or two I could learn from it. Well, there aren't too many conferences that launch unicorn companies, so we have little cred there. <laughs> On stage. On stage, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Um, if you are interested in attending FIRE, taking part in this conference, um, bringing your team to this conference, you can sign up for Future in Review at the link uh, below this video. You can also become an SNS member there where you'll receive our global report every week, um, our viral economy, which is focused on the future of uh, the impact of the virus on the global economy every other week uh, and access to our private social network fire hq where you can connect with all of our members all over the world at any time so we hope to see you in one of those two places and until next time thank you for your time mark thank you Barrett. see you at fire see you at fire bye bye <laughs>